Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk, and I'm your host, James Graham. Today, we will start our podcast with a discussion about coping with stress. Then we will transition into our segment, How Did We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our newly named Sunflower Message, which is our happy note for the day. We're going to dedicate this episode to music, and we'll have lyrical quotes from musicians in varied parts of the show. And I know you've probably noticed, but there will be no music throughout the talking portion today. But music will transition to each segment. Let us know what you think about this change. You see, we're going to keep tweaking this as we continue to get your feedback. Plus, with it being a music show and there's lyrical quotes, having that music in the background would definitely be a distraction. So, we're going to try it today without it. The topic that we will begin with is entitled, How to Cope with Stress. Have you ever been stressed? It's hard to believe that someone today and the times that we live in has never experienced stress. Why can't we say that? Well, for one, life comes with its own disappointments. And we find ourselves sometimes dwelling on these things more than we do life's accomplishments and joys. Are you that type of person that you see the missteps more than you see anything else? You see, that's the difference between happiness and anguish. Some are already dead. They're just walking around because they died a long time ago from heartache, depression, and stress. That's possible. If you're unable to accept the things that life hands you and move forward. We live in a time of constant uncertainty. People are losing their jobs. People are losing their homes. People are losing their possessions and families. Just recently, I spoke with a gentleman who was a high-line real estate agent. He managed and sold multi-million dollar estates. Just recently, he was laid off from his job, lost his home, wife left him, and he had to move in with his parents. And they live across country. He's 35 years old. Surprisingly, he was positive in his demeanor. He consistently looked forward to a future in which there's another job and he could move out of that house and maybe get his personal life back in order. Not one time did he reflect on the things lost in that conversation. Truly, that's the correct frame of mind of going through stressful events. We have to keep our heads up and our eyes raised and move forward. 
But that's hard for most of us. Most of us feel like Grandmaster Flash did. When he said, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Kind of hard to say that without the ha-ha-ha. He says it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Haven't you felt like that? Haven't you felt like you were completely on the edge? A breeze could come by and just blow you over. Or you feel like you're drowning from all of the stress surrounding you, especially if that stress is financial. You see, we have to remember that when things get bad, even fiscally, that we can't just put ourselves into a bottle. We can't let stress into our lives to the point that it takes over, that it becomes a cancer eating us up inside, leaving us bare. It's been said so many times that it makes no sense to worry about the things you can't control because there's nothing you can do about them. Man, but that's hard to do, not worry. I know my doctor told me the same thing. He said, man, you got to let that stress go. Oh, just, just release it. How? He didn't give me the book on how. He just stated it. Oh, that's easier said than done. And it's unrealistic. We're not going to just live in this life and have no stress. That's just not going to happen. One has to really accept the things that he cannot change and focus on removing himself from stressful events and circumstances. Well, how can we do that? Well, when life gives us events that creates change, we have to reinvent ourselves. One of the most respected people in my life was my high school principal. Her name was Willarena Williams. And she spoke at our graduation about just that, reinventing oneself. She stated, life will bring tribulations, but do not succumb. Reinvent yourself if the way that you live has become difficult. She went on to say, do you think that I dreamed as a child of becoming your principal? Certainly not. Do you think I studied in school, got a master's degree, and maintained the dean's list just to see you guys every day? As your principal, although proud to be your principal, she said, it just wasn't my first choice. I had to reinvent myself. Those are words to live by. Maybe we have a job or maybe we have circumstances that changed in our life. We may not be able to go back to that same job. We may not be able to walk back into those same circumstances we may have to change the whole outlook, totally reinvent our way of carrying on. Our walk of life as we once knew it is gone. Again, we have to walk away from exasperating events and allow our mind freeness to create. See, stress will immobilize, it will cripple 
There are some people that can't even get out of bed. They're so stressed. They're so over, overwhelmed that they're paralyzed. We can't let that happen to us. If we need the help, we need to seek that as well. We should not be afraid to ask for mental health. Stress is a form of mental disability, and it can immobilize a person. So we have to make sure that even though we may have to get through a change, that we keep in mind that it's temporary. Everything in this world is temporary. Better days will be ahead. Although it might be hard right now, hard to even see it, we have to keep our heads up. Eyes focus and continue to live our life and move forward. You are encouraged to share your thoughts on this subject on our website, livelaughtalk.com or by email at admin at livelaughtalk.com. If listening on Spotify, you can add a voice memo as well as comments. Also, there'll be a poll question for you. So make sure that you participate because all we do is based on your feedback. Now we'll transition to our next segment, How Did We Get Here? The last segment, I talked about a beautiful family, which asked me to watch their kids while their mother was having surgery, and their father was caring for her. Did you notice the words that I said? There was a mother and a father. The question that we're going to ask today is, fathers, where are they? There was a comedian just recently, and he was talking about America's top holidays. Now, I don't know where he got his details, so don't fact check me. But he said that he looked up holidays, America's favorite holidays. And he found that number one was Christmas. No surprise there. None whatsoever. Number two was Mother's Day. Hmm, surprised me because I was thinking number two would probably be Thanksgiving because nothing Americans love more than eating and stuffing themselves. But he said to was Mother's Day. And then he went on to say, that was acceptable to him. Love Jesus, love your mama. But then he figured right under that would be fathers. Wasn't in the top five, wasn't in the top 10. Matter of fact, it was number 20. Father's Day was number 20. He wanted to say that even Halloween was number six, and he said, it's about ghosts and goblins. He's like, you'd rather celebrate ghosts and goblins than your father? But then maybe your father was a ghost. You never saw him. That's a sad thought, isn't it? Where are fathers? A retail store last year removed its Father's Day ad because people complained about it. They said having a whole holiday about a father made them feel bad. So they took away the Father's Day coupon and just made it a coupon. 
and even issued a, an apology for even speaking of Father's Day and having a bunch of men in the ads and all of that. Again, say, I was talking to a friend of mine just today, and he stated a man that we both knew was dad to him, but his biological was father. And the way he used that word was as though it was sperm donor. He was my father. He wasn't my dad. I've had a personal experience in my life where my friends that I grew up with, all of them, all of us, we had our fathers, except for one of my friends. His father wasn't present in his life. So he adopted my father as his dad. At least there was somebody in his life that could be a dad to this young man. And there's, of course, nothing wrong with that either. But our question is, where are the biologicals? One of my favorite songs, it's actually my father's favorite song, is the song Dear Mom. Now, have you ever analyzed that song? One of Tupac's longest, it's 15 verses, not including the, the chorus and the, the little add-ins. 15 verses, all about mama, for the most part, right? 14 of those verses about mama. And in there, he talks about how mama was a crack fiend. And she even kicked him out when he was 17. But he said, that's not a woman alive that can take your place. Loved his mom. But there was this one verse in there where he talked about daddy. He said, now ain't nobody tell us it was fair. No love from my daddy because the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless, but all along I was looking for a father. He was gone. Man, daddy was gone. Then he didn't stop there. What did that lead to? He said, I hung around with the thugs. And even though they sold drugs, they showed a young brother love. So that love that he was looking for from his father, he found it on the outside through thugs or, or gangs or whoever that he could get that male bonding from. You know, not all families are this way. It's, I've stated now going on three podcasts about my relationship with my father. He's my best friend. Matter of fact, guess who it was that even suggested this segment? It was my father because he has noticed too many fathers are absent out of their children's lives. And he wanted to see a change because as he always tells me, a young man and a young lady need their fathers. And when I think about it, in my relationship with my two parents, as close as I, I was to both of them, and I say was because unfortunately my mother's not with us. But my mom was a very special person because she would take 
a little step back every now and then and let my dad deal with me on some issues. And I think about how I grew up as, as a man. You see, how I deal with relationships and how I deal with those close to me and the fact that I, I love women in my life, my sister, others that around me, my friends, mainly are women in my life. I learned that from, guess which parent? My mother. See, my mother knew what type of man she loved and she wanted me to be that way. So kind of like Tupac, I can sing that whole Dear Mama song. We'll have to take out the crack fiend and all of that. But my mother, precious to me. But I would also have to sing a Dear Father song because my dad was there. I guess that ruins my rap career because most of the time when I hear rap songs and they mention a father, he would never was there. We don't hear a Dear Daddy song. And if we did, it probably wouldn't be one that would be kind but when I think about that relationship with both of my parents, there were things that my mom taught me, like public speaking. We talked about that. She put me in a, a school when I was five years old. But again, just like today, it was my dad that gave me the topics to speak on. It was my dad that pointed me forward to the future. It was my dad who told me what I could be. It was even my dad that told me to pick up this microphone and create a podcast. Fathers are important. And I understand that we live in a society where there is one parent in most households. But that don't necessarily mean that a child should just totally be without that other parent. Hopefully there's change. A friend of mine named Miko stated, she see men making a comeback. She even told me that the millennial men, these young ones, are stepping back in the picture. They want to be there with their children. And maybe they learn what it feels like to not have an active father. So they want to be a part in that life. I love the thought of that. Oh, my goodness. May we continue. But even so, even if the millennials pick up, it's been too many decades gone with too many men irresponsible and too many kids without fathers. And as kids that are male and females, yes, ladies, you need your father too. There are things that a father can teach his young lady that takes her far. So yes, we need these men. We need men to step up. We need Father's Day to maybe be just as cherished as the other days. But it's not. How did we get here? Oh, now we get to that special interest part. Oh. I get to talk about my hobbies, the things that I love. Hey, last podcast, we talked about cars, Whew. me and those. But this time, we're going to talk a little bit about movies. Yeah, movies. The summertime is here, 
And it's one of my favorite times because that's when the blockbusters come out. Oh, yeah. I love action. I love comedies. I love fantasy. Not so much a fan of horror films, but I love my movies. Yes, come in out of the sun. Let's enjoy some overpriced candy and soft drinks. And let's sit down together in our lounge chairs. We're now having the movie theaters laid back and enjoy. Have you seen any of what's in the theaters already? We've had Mario Brothers. That was fun for the whole family. A little bit before summertime, but it was getting us ready. You know, the critics didn't like it too much. But I don't really care about what critics say because I usually like what they don't like. And what they don't like usually makes money. Mario Brothers is a $1.3 billion. So, hey, who cares about a critic? Fun for the whole family. I'm telling you, I enjoy myself. Sat there laughing and everything with that That cartoon. It was awesome. Then we had Fast X to come out a little bit before. Man, wasn't that exciting? You thought Fast 9 was wild with them taking a Fiero in outer space. But now Fast X, they take it even further with the, the crazy stuff that's impossible. But remember, leave your brain at home. Have fun. It's a movie. We know this stuff ain't real. None of that's real. But anyway, it's fun to watch and fun to see how they acted it out. So go see it. Enjoy that. Couldn't wait. Waited almost two years for Little Mermaid. My mother's favorite cartoon. They made it live action. Holly Bailey. Oh my goodness. I could do a whole podcast on just Holly Bailey. She was amazing. Not only the acting part, but especially the music. She, her voice just resonated. There were parts of that movie when she was singing, the hair stood up on my arm. Yeah, I truly wanted to be part of that world. That was amazing. Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. Miles at it again. Now we got this week. Coming out. The Flash. With Michael Keaton as Batman. Got the blackening. Elemental. Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford putting it on one last time. Do it, Indy. Statistics are showing different numbers of ticket sales may be possible because a lot of people like to stream at home, Netflix and chill, as they say. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel some movies should be seen on the big screen. And I don't mean your 75 inch at home. I mean in IMAX or possibly 3D. If you choose to come out, let's have a safe, fun summer at the movies. Yeah, I'll see you there with my churro-flavored popcorn in hand. This gets us to our last segment, our sunflower message. This is the happy message to send us home. And to keep with the theme of music, we've got a song. We're going to end with the lyrics, I'm not singing a song to you today. I can't afford that on my podcast. But we're going to say the lyrics that are beautiful enough to really set our day and take us right on home. We're going to quote, We Shall Be Free by Garth Brooks. 
When I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be. When we all walk hand in hand. When the last child cries for a crust of bread. When the last man dies for just words that he said. When there's shelter over the poorest head, we shall be free. When the last thing we notice is the color of the skin, and the first thing we look for is the beauty within. When the skies and the oceans are clean again, then we shall be free. We shall be free. We shall be free. Stand straight. Walk proud. Because we shall be free. When we're free to love anyone we choose, when this world's big enough for all different views, when we all can worship from our own kind of pew, then we shall be free. We shall be free. We shall be free. Have a little faith. Hold out. Because we shall be free. And when money talks for the very last time and nobody walks a step behind, well, there's only one race, and that's mankind. Then we shall be free. We shall be free. We shall be free. Beautiful. Thank you for sending us home, Garth Brooks. And, and think about it. What other podcast can you possibly join? Where they take you from 1979 all the way to 1992, where you start with Grandmaster Flash, you get in the middle with Tupac, and you end your day with Garth Brooks. No better than that. In conclusion, I hope that you enjoy this airing of the Live, Laugh, Talk podcast. This is James and George's baby boy signing off until our next show. We look forward to talking to you then.